Do you know what this month is? <laughs> it is our anniversary. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, y'all. Can you believe this? I mean, I know it's us, but I'm just like, wow, 13 years and it has been thus far. Like, it's gone by so fast. Um, it really so has. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really excited about the 13 years and the next 13 and the next 13 after that and so on and so forth. And so, of course, we're doing this anniversary special edition for all the married out there, all the lovers out there <laughs> who are listening in. And uh, we're excited to share in on the 13 lessons. We've learned more than 13 over the last 13 years. Truly. Ours is September the 5th. So by the time this drops, we'll be a few days early, but here we are celebrating the entire month long and uh, sharing, celebrating and sharing and preparing for a very new adventure. That's right. This will be the first time, both of us, that we would have visited the state of Vermont. Yes. Looking forward, looking to, forward to that. hanging out for um, some time there, all the different experiences. So y'all stay connected. Social media, we'll, I'm sure we'll be doing lots of documenting, lots of new experiences and things that we're already making appointments for. So enough of that. Let's just dive into what today is all about, right? Yes. So this episode is for those manpreneurs who appreciate learning from the experiences of others. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to avoid those subtle pitfalls that get them stuck and frustrated. Now, why is this important? Well, it's important because lessons learned from other manpreneurs' experiences will save us time while providing us clarity and encouragement to enjoy the journey together. Yes. Now, how will this help? Well, this is going to help by providing succinct but substantial insight for growing your business while prioritizing the marriage. Let's do this, y'all. Y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. This is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yes, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those of you who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and of course, you want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy and to build out businesses purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. So whether you're an indiepreneur, spousalpreneur, or couplepreneur, mm-hmm. you are in the right place. If you have no idea what those are, well, let me tell you really quickly, indiepreneur couples are those couples where both spouses are building individual businesses. And then you have the spousalpreneurs. And it's that's where one spouse is building the business while the other spouse is supporting that spouse who builds a business. Maybe they're working a nine to five. And then you have the couplepreneurs. And couplepreneurs is where both spouses are building one business together. So whether you're indie, spousal, or couplepreneur, you're absolutely in the right place. And you may be transitioning from one to the other, or maybe you're desiring to be in one area and you're not really sure how to get there. We're just glad that you're here because we are legacy builders helping other legacy builders build their 
legacy. So with that being said, shall yes, we yes. dive into this 13 year legacy? Let's <laughs> jump into this. We're going to be sharing with you all 13 lessons that we've learned over the course of 13 years of marriage, 23 years of friendship, 23 years of friendship in total. total. And so, yes, things that we have learned as we reflect and glean over the last 13 years. And let me tell you, there have been things <laughs> that we thought we knew 10 years ago Listen. that got righted and corrected. And Correct. so we're really excited about bringing this new insight to you. All right. So we're just going to do a quick countdown, mm -hmm. starting with 13, all the way down to one. So for the 13th lesson or lesson number 13, yes. let's start there. So for lesson number 13, this is there are no individual wins when the team loses. Exactly. No individual wins when the team loses. So there's no this. Well, I won the argument. And you lost the argument because as a team, one person wins on that team. Then the team didn't win. The individual just felt the or team thought. lost. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. Didn't win. The individual just felt like they mm -hmm. won. Having that team approach, that team mentality, we don't play the game of I won the argument. You lost the argument. Yeah. So it really helps us to listen to one another. And so it's a joint win. It has to be a joint win mm -hmm. because we're on the same team. So having that same team mentality. Uh, lesson number 12, we've been learning that building a strong marriage and a strong business must be built on the foundation of genuine friendship, of having a genuine friendship, being friends first. That really changes. Friendship is important because that really is the glue throughout the seasons of marriage mm -hmm. in life, that you have that ability to be one another's confidant, support place to go where they can confide mm -hmm. and having that genuine friendship. We definitely don't want to overlook that. Yes. And also the next one, lesson number 11, which are, which is this marriage dynamics absolutely do change <laughs> when you go into business together. They do because you're learning each other in a new way. You're working together in a new way. You're discovering new triggers. You're discovering more about yourself mm -hmm. and each other and learning how to grow and mature through that. Adding business to the marriage only adds to the different scenarios where you two <laughs> will have to learn to communicate through. Yeah, so the dynamics, it's great. It's a good thing. It just doesn't always feel that way when you're being stretched to mature and to grow up. It definitely is a good thing. So the dynamics do change in, in that because you have new situations, new circumstances. Okay, number 10, lesson number 10. Lesson number 10 is our roles do not determine our value. Yep. Now, you know, for all the talk out there today about gender roles and so forth in marriage, listen, we don't derive our value from our roles, but rather because we have value, we bring those to our roles. Mm -hmm. So we've learned in 13 years not to confuse our roles with our value. Number one, our value, or you could even say identity, is rooted in Christ. God has given us our identity mm -hmm. and we bring that to our perspective roles. But mm -hmm. if we try to get value from our roles, then we're going to be fighting for who's going to do what, who should be doing what, and put us in a bad place. Right. And number two, seasons change. And as seasons change, roles often change. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what's going on, what's needed, who's available, who has the capacity to do so. There's so many different situations. But once Absolutely. again, it goes back to being like 
same team. And one of the things that I just really appreciate about you is that you really enjoy washing dishes. You enjoy do. doing the kitchen. And I'm like, it's listen. It's a wonderful time for me to think. And so to take dishes away from me. Now, this is not 100% of the time, but generally Most speaking. Most of the time. You take dishes away from me. You take my thinking time away from and me. And so, listen, so I don't really want to. Who am I to take your thinking time away from you? Why would you dare do such Why a thing? Why would right? I dare do such a thing? So <laughs> I will let you be and just thank and bless the Lord. And so I'm grateful for that. Okay. Lesson number nine. Rest- lesson number nine is resting is refueling. Mm. You know, especially for us as men, as husbands, we can tend to think, you know, because we maybe we played sports and we've always been prided or been lauded for our get up and go and keep going and working so long and doing this and doing that. But listen, we have to rest because when we rest, we're refueling. When we're refueled, we're able to process things. I've even found personally be less defensive, able to really think more clear headed and have more peaceful conversations and talk through things. So yes, rest is refueling. By the way, this is not unique to husbands. Both of you need to rest, but yes, rest is refueling. Yes. And the next one, this is number eight. I really wanted to speak to this because I have been learning over the last few years how important it is for me to receive the fullness of my husband's love. And I so appreciate that. And sometimes you don't realize that you haven't truly experienced the depth of love and marriage until you are forced in a situation where that has to be personified. Like it, the pressure is on. Mm-hmm. And so I remember. Not easy to display. Yeah. Were you about to kiss me? I look, it looked I like you about to, Oh, that's so sweet. But with God's <laughs> help, it's possible. Yes. And I would say just as a real quick example, a few years ago when I had surgery, my body had a adverse reaction to it and it's still healing through that. And as a result, I started to lose pigmentation through different parts of my body. And I was like, okay, this is different. And I remember just being one morning, I think I I was getting dressed or something. And I felt like I wanted to hide myself from you. And you just said how beautiful I was. And you said, even my skin is beautiful. And I was like, really? And you said, it's not about my skin, but it's me as a person. And I just, I appreciate that. Wow, that means a lot. Yeah, so I wanted to tell you that. So thank you. You can almost stop recording here. Yeah, but we're not. We're going to keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. I love you. Love you too. And it's taken some years. Like This is a recent thing, right? To even understand this depth of love for better or worse, you know, rich or poor until death do us part. And so you have been definitely displaying that when I didn't know for sure how you were going to feel because who, who knows what, you know, what's going to happen in the future to us. We don't, we don't know. Only God knows. And so I'm grateful. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. What number are we on? Okay. Um, (laughs) We are on number seven. Number seven, contentment in every season. Let me tell you something together. Mm -hmm. And let me say this about contentment every season. There are going to be seasons where one of you is more content Mm -hmm. than the other. Mm -hmm. So help each other to be content Mm -hmm. in every season. And you really do need your spouse's help to Mm -hmm. do that because there's going to be seasons in your marriage. Mm -hmm. There's going to be seasons in your family and family dynamics with children or what have you, parents or whoever. But there's also going to be seasons within your business. And so Mm -hmm. as all of these things are coming together in your world and things are changing. And sometimes you can be up in business and having a valley experience in family or up in family and having a valley experience in business. You're going to have to learn how to have some kind of constants Mm. or some consistency, Mm. help each other do that. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Number six, lesson number six is 
Love. love is an action word. Love is so much of an action word. And not an emotion. And not an emotion mm-hmm. that you have to do the action. Mm-hmm. If I may quote Timothy Keller, you have to do the mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. and let that bring about the emotion. But if we just wait for emotion in mm-hmm. order to act, that's really not a mature way to live in well, marriage. Yeah, we want to have something more more solid, more concrete than just our emotions. And we have to acknowledge our commitment. So yeah, love is, is an action word. Yes. And number five, lesson number five, for me specifically, just been learning this, but especially in the early years, but I still am learning the importance of tone. My tone matters and I could be saying the right thing. So mm-hmm. I could be right, but wrong at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just being mindful of that, as, especially as I'm speaking with my husband. And I remember the first time I did not, when I tell y'all, when I got married, I did not understand. Like, I just like, I need you husband to help me really be a better wife because, or be a wife. I didn't feel like really equipped. And when we're having conversations because most of my life really at 15 on up, I've been running businesses and then staffing firm. I had to, you know, people on my payroll that were, you know, my seniors and could be my parents. And so I always felt like I had to like, put my foot down and show them that I knew what I was doing and whatever. And so when we got married, I need to help with turning that switch off and really being a wife. And you helped me greatly just by saying, listen, I'm not one of your little employees. You don't talk to me in that tone. And I said, okay. Okay. You sound so snarky. No, no, just, that's just what it was. Matter of fact. (laughs) And so, and I was just like, well, teach me how to talk to you. Like, so help me. Then I will start asking, did I say this the right way? Was I offensive in that way? And you were like, no, no, you're fine. I'll let you know. So, and you did. And so I appreciate that. But just understanding the tone, my tone specifically matters and what I say matters to you, like more than anybody else. Likewise with you, to me. Okay. And lesson number four. Lesson number four is built in accountability partner marriage. When we really see marriage the right way, we realize that we have a built in accountability partner. And this is amazing because number one, your spouse should help you be accountable to mm-hmm. exhibit Christ likeness in the marriage, but also mm-hmm. you have an accountability partner to really help keep you on point in areas of personal discipline and so forth in mm-hmm. just your personal life as well as in business. Yeah. And so when you're married, recognize that you have a built in accountability partner mm-hmm. and their role yeah. is to help you <laughs> Be accountable to the person that you're You're supposed to be. be. That's right. And that even still with business as well, too. Like you're not off the hook and just not just marriage. Absolutely. Same thing. There's a scripture, Hebrews 3 and 13. It says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so Mm -hmm. that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And so in short, it's like giving each other the right to hold one another accountable. Yeah. Giving each other that right to hold each other accountable. One of the ways that I'm really proud of us for doing this, it's not necessarily the easiest thing, but it has become a part of the fabric of our lifestyles and our days is our daily legacy meetings. It's just, it comes with breakfast, you yes. know, and that's the way that we, <laughs> you know, we do it during breakfast. Maybe somebody serves it to us. I mean, yeah, we serve it is up this to each other. In your it is included <laughs> in our breakfast each morning. And this season, we used to mm-hmm. do it while we were running in the morning, but now we do it, sit down and we go over our top three and we pray together. But what that does is it helps us hold each other accountable to how we are stewarding the day, how we're responding to things. And then when we, you know, follow up again, we're like, hey, did you do such and such? And we know the other person is going to ask us about that as well, too. So yeah. it's just another level and type of accountability when it comes to that. Okay, so that's number four. Number, number three. three is forgiveness requires humility Mm. and that's really helpful and has been helpful for me because i realize i have learned and continue to learn 
as I'm mindful to do it, to implement it this way, that in order to walk in forgiveness, you're going to have to walk in humility. Mm. I can't forgive you if I feel like you owe me mm. something. Mm. But forgiveness means that I have to actually release something because mm. I recognize it is more important and more profitable for us to be in harmony of yes. us. Mm -hmm. Yes, to be in harmony. And that doesn't mean that we don't talk through whatever the issue was or is, but that is to say that if I'm going to be able to forgive, it's going to start with me humbling myself. So I can't mm -hmm. just say I forgive you, but then mm -hmm. harbor pride. I have to actually humble myself. If it's going to be real, mm -hmm. real biblical forgiveness. And let me also say this, that I have to recognize that I have been forgiven. I mean, mm. is that not what Jesus taught, taught his disciples to pray yeah. and forgive us as yes, we forgive yeah. our debtors? Mm -hmm. So it's really important that, that we walk that way and it requires humility. Absolutely. And lesson number two is, <laughs> for me, you're not me. He's not me. And that's okay. The reason why I wanted to bring that up is because oftentimes, I'm going to say myself, but I'm sure I'm not the only wife or we're not the only married couple who deals with attempting to have our spouse, not saying that outwardly we expect them to be like that, mm -hmm. like us. Who would really say that? But our actions often say that. And that doesn't mean that they do things like we do. But sometimes that could also mean that we could expect our spouse to have even the same capacity that we have mm -hmm. to do certain things. And if we attempt to treat our spouse in the same way that we're wired and expecting them to do the same things, I'm really speaking, I mean, this is both for marriage and specifically business as well, too. We're only going to find ourselves frustrated, frustrated that our spouse is not giving us the output that we could do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then our spouse is frustrated because they're not giving us the output that they want to do. It's just double sided frustration. So being really clear, like, you know what, my spouse is not me. They don't he doesn't, you don't have the same capacity in areas that I would have. I don't have the same capacity in areas that you would have. So let's not expect you to do certain things or the amount of things that I may do, period, or mm -hmm. even in the same way, right? We're just wired completely different mm -hmm. as men and women. And that's okay. And it's actually a good thing like because it, it brings our difference, as we bring our differences to the table, they really do create something quite phenomenal if we can just get past understanding that they are not us. Like we can say that, but really truly understand it and then celebrate what Absolutely. those differences are. So yes, that's number two. And number one. one. Go <laughs> talk God when talking goals yes boy have we had to learn this one talk because God when talking it is goals. so innate <laughs> for us to talk goals and not really talk oh, god yeah. listen and so really what we've had to learn as building businesses and through just the ebb and flows of all the things that come with marriage we've had to learn that God has to be central yes. in our planning, planning, in our carrying out, mm -hmm. and even in our evaluating or reflection. Mm -hmm. So that's so important because yeah. we'll just start making up all these things to do. And it's horrible. And it's horrible. <laughs> you end up All kinds drained. of things we end up doing. You know, you just end up drained and doing things the hard way. And so even as we do our annual legacy meetings, when we do our 
quarterly legacy meetings and monthly ones and weekly ones. We started with prayer and we really are listening, like listening and looking, right? Because there are times when God, even this year, would have you pivot from something that you expected to do at the beginning of the year, you expected to do it by the middle of the year. And then you realize, wait, this timing is not working or something is just not fit. It just feels like you're forcing, you're trying to force a thing because you put it in your plans. That's the point I was going to make. Mm-hmm. You just said it beautifully, forcing things. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. God will let us know circumstantially, mm-hmm. stop doing this, this and you'll keep going up against it, going up against mm-hmm. it and hitting a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And then you pivot and then it's like wide right. open vistas. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah. I was supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And you got to be so okay. You got to be okay. Which means you can't be so married to to your your, goals. To your plan. To your plans. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's important. And then also, it's it's such a delicate walk, too, because you don't want to say, oh, well, it's some friction here. So I guess if this is a sign I'm not supposed to do that's it. The other thing. You don't you don't want to go on the other extreme either, because Absolutely. there will be obstacles. And that's you'll just a, be avoiding. Yeah, you'll be avoiding growth. There are going to be things and hurdles that you're called to jump over. And, you know, I was about to say walls, you're called to run through whatever. But scale, by, <laughs> scale right? Not run through them. But I mean, by God's grace. But, you know, he gives you the grace to do what he's called you to do. That's right. And so. He gives you the time to do what you're called to do as well, too. So as we talk about goals, we always have to talk about God. It's like, Lord, what would you have for me to do? How do you see this day for us? And even ask each other, okay, mm-hmm. how in doing this does this glorify God? How does this preserve the mm-hmm. priority of our marriage mm-hmm. and not compromise the priority? Because those are things that God clearly wants us mm-hmm. to be mindful of. Yeah, so. and having goals, having financial goals, true. That business owners do that as well, too. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean we're chasing the finances. We're not chasing the money just because you have the money goals. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a, a balance to that or, or delicate, like a tightrope. Absolutely. Have them, mm-hmm. aspire to them. Work towards them. Absolutely. Diligently. Diligently. Yes. And consistently and faithfully. Mm-hmm. And then as they come to fruition, steward them well. Because yes. there's a stewarding of them, not just Absolutely. achieving, but there's yes. a stewarding of them. Yeah. And listen, again, whatever you do, whatever you do, word, deed, or otherwise, do it all well, to the, the glory, glory of God. God. That's right. And that That's includes your planning. That is the word. So that was number one. But y'all know what? We, we don't just end like that. Y'all know how we do, right? We're, we we are notorious for bonuses. We are notorious for over delivering. So this episode is no different. So shall we bring in the bonus one more again? Let's do this. Ah, ah. There it is. There it is. Okay. Right. The bonus lesson that we want to share. And we have recently gleaned this mm-hmm. as we're coming up on year 13. This is, mm-hmm. I would say, the newest lesson mm-hmm. in this way. Shared in this way is from the Honorable Dr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Timothy <laughs> <Keller>. Reverend. <laughs> Timothy and Kathy Keller. So here's what they offer. And I think this is, this is so good. Focus on being emotionally wealthy. Mm. On being emotionally wealthy. And really what that means is that for us to walk in the fruit of the spirit with one another love joy peace patience self-control temperance that's self-control we're going to have to be yielded in every case to the holy Mm, spirit that's right and what that looks like is or how is that accomplished is through our daily prayer and time with god Mm -hmm. when we spend time with god and we're in our heart and minds are being saturated filled and shaped by god and by his word we are reminded and strengthened, empowered to walk in those fruits with mm-hmm. our spouse or their fruit with mm-hmm. our spouse the way they were supposed to. Try yeah. doing that. Don't try doing that. He's and I say that sarcastically. You know right. how we talk. Don't. What he's saying is don't try, <laughs> try doing, doing that. that <laughs> without having that, that time with the Lord. So. Yeah, they, they call it the emotional tank. 
So keeping your, filling your emotional tank. Yeah. And so my spouse, my husband cannot fill my emotional tank. I cannot fill my emotional tank. This is a soul work. And the only one who can fill the emotional tank is Christ the one who it. is giving you your soul. Like That's who right. is the creator of who we are, every part and every aspect of our being. That's right. So he's the one, the only one who can fill us. And that's who we want to be filled with mm-hmm. in order to walk in the fruit of the evidence right. of the Holy Spirit. Right. <laughs> right. So anyway, let's head over to enjoying the journey together. We have a bit more insight to share with you. Y'all ready? Let's go. Did you know Cabbage Funding reports that one third of U.S. small businesses say Q4 is the most profitable time of year? Now, can you relate? If not, listen up. Whether it's one spouse or both building the business, you're building a life together. And business is an intricate part of that. So as marriedpreneurs, yeah, we want to have strong businesses and strong marriages. Well, both depend on systems. So we're here to redefine what strong means, what it requires, and what it produces. And we invite you to get equipped in our Finish Strong Masterclass coming this fall to a computer near you. (laughs) It's the 90-day strategy to end the year with accelerated profits in record time for marriedpreneurs. Yeah, so whether you're struggling to streamline your business operations. Or maybe you're guessing daily at what to work on. Or you're scrambling, trying to figure out your unique wealth roles to no avail. Or you're finding it difficult to be 100% present on date nights because you're consumed with unfinished business. Well, all of those require systems. Systems for productivity and profitability. They create the strong foundation needed. So if this is for you, go ahead and save your spots at finishstrongmasterclass.com. There are limited free seats available. Go grab yours now. finishstrongmasterclass.com. All right, and here we are at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you two actionable practical steps so you can see traction fast. You're going to finish it though? Okay, with that being said, we hope that these have been truly enjoyable and rich lessons that we've shared. We really gave it each one much thought uh, and to be, yes, very thoughtful That's about right. what we're what we're sharing careful in these lessons. Careful consideration. And so with that being said, we hope that you all are able to glean from a lot of these lessons that we've been learning. I'm sure you all have been learning some of these same ones and others based on your you know situation and dynamics and your family and all these great things. So here's the actionable, practical step, we would say. Yeah. So reflect over your own years of marriage. Mm -hmm. Write down a lesson for each year that you've been married. Mm -hmm. Listen to these lessons that we've shared Mm -hmm. over our last 13 years and then incorporate, talk Mm -hmm. through and work through. Let me tell you what's going to happen from that. Mm -hmm. Great conversation is going to come from that. You're going to find out that there are things that may be the other person was thinking that you didn't realize, and this is a great opportunity to communicate them. And you all can only grow up from here. Yeah, it's going to not only impact your marriage, how you relate with one another to one another, but also your business. And that doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're indiepreneurs where you're operating different businesses or spousalpreneurs mm-hmm. where one of you is the entrepreneur or if you're couplepreneurs working together in the business. When you actually put this type of time and effort into clarifying how you're communicating and just inward work is going to show up. There's going to be a harvest for that. It all, there's always a harvest. Yeah. There's always a harvest when seed is sown. So you're watering it by paying careful attention to it. You're toiling 
tilling the ground, mm -hmm. <laughs> just say you're tilling the ground and That's that right. harvest will come up. So we hope that uh, this has been helpful for you all. We would love to hear about your lessons as well, too. So connect with us over on social media, Marriedpreneur Life over on IG and on Facebook and all the places. Uh, we'd love to hear about your lessons as well, too. So until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully and profitably in sync. All right. God bless. Drop them bars, hubby. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now again. you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back <laughs> that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording